0: the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research, a lot of stuff going on today, as it is every day. Beautiful day down here in Florida, though. Other than that, we're doing blessed down here at Health Masters. Hope everybody is enjoying their day. Of course, if you guys need anything, feel free to give us a call up or check out the website healthmasters.com. A lot of different specials, including the excellent vitamin C on sales product of the week right now. And how are you doing today, Dad?
1: Austin, awesome. uh, I'm doing absolutely wonderful. I'm down here at the Sheraton of Key and Clearwater right now and uh, doing the show. We've got a big Christian national TV show that we'll be doing here in a few hours. So I decided to just come over here rather than fight the traffic this afternoon and and spend the night here at the hotel and get some more information from some of the locals as far as what's going on. We went out to dinner last night, and there was a nice restaurant. It's called The Sand Pearl. And, in fact, uh, today's my anniversary with uh, your mom. we have been married now for 36 years. And so we decided to kind of like do an anniversary trip at the same time. And it was funny because not funny in a funny, ironic kind of way, but the Sandpro we only had about five or six, eight people in there eating last night, which those types of restaurants, you get these fancy restaurants, they can't make the overhead with the eight or nine people eating in one night. I mean, you figure thirty dollars a person, it's only a couple hundred dollars, you know, maybe four or five hundred dollars with tips and drinks or whatever. We all, you know, we just had water. I mean, it's just it's just not enough revenue being generated for these hotels to make it. And so this flattening the curve that our government decided to do is going to end up being one of the biggest disasters ever in the history of the planet, especially for the United States of America, as far as what it's done to the economic engine of the world. Now, I warned you guys about this back in February and March and April. I told you about the economic world engine and what they were doing to shut it down, and the only people that had the power to do that were the international banking cartels. And yet, we still have partisan politics going on here in Florida and in in the United States. I mean, people are still blaming Donald Trump for the shutdown, blaming Donald Trump for the coronavirus and blaming Donald Trump for the world economy coming down. And uh, now we see gold prices almost at $850 an ounce. We see silver prices over $20 an ounce. And we're starting to see the beginning onset of hyperinflation and hopefully won't go to hyperinflation because they've shut down the world engine of economy as far as creating demand. So all of this stuff is happening. In the meantime, Jacksonville, sheriff is telling us that we can't produce enough people and sheriff officers to actually police the Republican Convention. He can't do a good job as far as having the Republican National Convention in Jacksonville. We've got the folks in Missouri who basically held the rioters off who had broken down the gates to get into their neighborhood being charged with felonies now, which is insanity. And now the attorney general of the state of Missouri is saying that he wants those charges dropped immediately. And the judge, the governor said that he will basically end up, you know, pardoning these guys or dropping these, dismissing these charges. He said, this is ridiculous that people are defending their own home through the castle doctrine in Missouri. And they're basically being charged now. Now, mind you, the woman was nuts. i am just to let you know this. The one who was pushing and pointing the gun at everybody, screaming and yelling and carrying on like a Karen. But the reality is, She was defending her own home. I can't say as I blame her for that. So there's a catch-22 with all of this stuff. You know, we have the judge who was here in the epstein Deutsche Bank case. We didn't talk about this yesterday because it had just happened on Sunday night, and I was getting more information on it. She basically had her son shot on the front porch, had her husband shot. He's in critical condition. She was hiding down in the basement. And, of course, the person who does the shooting supposedly was a feminist attorney, basically uh, against feminism. He basically ends up committing suicide. And, uh yeah, whatever. Nobody believes that anymore. And so it's ridiculous. All of this stuff is happening all at once, all over the country, all over the world. And in the meantime, this morning I go down to the Sheraton to have breakfast. Best I can as far as I'm not sure what they're feeding me, as far as if it's soaked in glyphosate or not. But I'm thinking, well, I've got to eat something. And so I'm in the restaurant by myself. It's me and Savannah. Sharon's getting dressed and getting her makeup on. And me and Savannah, are down there having breakfast. And all of a sudden, you know, the waitress comes over and I... You know, She brings me some stuff You know, at the table, and she brings some stuff in the uh, yellow packages from Splenda. And I said, well, you know what this is? She goes, yeah, I know what this is. She says, that's basically a bug killer. And I said, you're absolutely right. That's a chlorocarbon. And then we start talking, and then another waitress comes over. Then the, then the general manager comes over, and we have a little mini-meeting down there this morning as far as what's going on with the New World Order. And they were all very, very receptive because they see what's happening because they can't deny it any longer. But then, of course... We have another gentleman come in with his six-year-old daughter and his wife, and they sit down, and we start talking to them. And and they're, like, terrified that we're actually speaking to them. And then I find out he's been locked up in his home for the past six months and refuses to go out. And then he says, oh, well, you know, they're blaming everything on partisan politics and they're all doing this to keep Trump from being reelected. He goes, I have a neighbor who is 47 years old who died of coronavirus after he said it was all fake. And I'm like, well, yeah. I said, I bet I bet you. I said, I bet you he had an underlying health condition, didn't he? I bet he was obese, wasn't he? And I bet he had some other disease, didn't he? And he goes, well, yeah, he had really bad diabetes. And I'm like, there you go. You know, you can't have your health in a mess with diabetes and bad circulation and bad diet and then wonder why you come down with the disease, which is specifically designed to kill people who have bad immune systems. I said, the problem is is that people don't take their supplements. They don't take their D or their potassium iodide or their zinc or their C. Now, you would think that he would have written some of this down, right? He didn't. Well, then he starts then on the Jews. Now, he wasn't really mad at the Jews. He was trying to bait me as far as the Jews. And I said, no, it's not the Jews. It's the New World Order. It's the, it's the globalists that are doing all of this stuff. And I said, it's the international banking cartels. Well, then he didn't know what to say because I didn't take the Jew bait. And you saying, "Well, gosh, Ted, you're talking lies." Well, no. Everybody wants to blame the Jews for everything. You know, Tex Mars did that one time to me when I was on a show with him. And I was actually interviewing him on the Joyce Riley show when I was hosting that show. And, you know, we can't let ourselves go there. Hillary and Bill Clinton are not Jewish. Jeffrey Epstein, he was Jewish. He's Mossad, but he's probably a Kabbalist on top of everything else. Same thing with Ghislaine Maxwell. She's probably a Kabbalist. So, but again, George Bush. Remember George Bush Senior? when he talked about his thousand points of light in his little speech back in, I think it was 92, when he was just leaving the presidency, and about the new world order and how they would be successful, and they would be. Remember that little story? You know what the thousand points of light he was talking about when he was referencing that? It's that giant tree from Kabbalah with all the lights and the points of lights all over it representing the universe. He was specifically referencing Kabbalah when he said that. So, George W. and George H., they weren't Jewish. So we can't go there. We can't allow ourselves to go there. But I was shocked at how this guy said, well, I haven't been out of my house like in five, six months. I've gained weight. You know, he was terrified. He was terrified he was sitting in a restaurant publicly, scared to death. I mean, think about this for a second. What have we done to the country? How have we broken it up? Sharon said this morning, and she's absolutely brilliant. I have a brilliant wife. She says, Ted, she goes, I feel like I'm in the Hunger Games. And I pondered that for a second and I looked at her and she didn't know what to say because I didn't respond to her. And I started thinking, you know, it does kind of feel like that. It does feel like we're dealing with the all powerful state and telling us what to do. And we're in the beginning of the Hunger Games. And, you know, I thought about it. And she's right. And, you know, we finally have seen the fangs and the claws come out from the New World order. They shut us down. They completely and totally shut us down. They took over Hollywood. You know, they've developed Hollywood. They're the ones who put it together, you know, back from the 20s all the way up when they started running their little burlesque shows and their little nudie pictures and all the stuff they came over here from Europe knowing how to do. You know, Hollywood Satanists. Here's an article. What Anthony Bourdain said about Friends. You know the TV show Friends? You know, the one that was so big back in the 90s? Here's some of the things we don't see in the news. And I posted this on on the website today so you guys can see it. These are all hyperlinks. Satanism is now a cool thing in California, especially Hollywood. Madonna's Super Bowl Satanism. Hollywood weirdo Sammy Davis Jr. was a Satanist, by the way, in case you guys didn't know that. Brad Pitt said in 2011, I made a pact with the devil. And Brad Pitt gets deep on Trump and Brexit and makes a 666 hand sign. Footage of Angelina Jolie describing her satanic initiation into the Illuminati. I've seen that footage. Satanist Katy Perry, who says she sold her soul to the devil, is obsessed with cannibalism. Actor Christian Bale thanks Satan, literally thanks Satan, at the 2019 Global, Golden Globe Awards. Will Ferrell performs a satanic ritual on live TV. Hollywood Satanist Kendall Jenner wears the baffin in it. Home Alone actor Macaulay McClockens is a Satanist, and his website invites readers to be one with the devil. Nixium leader approves of incest and gang rape, and Allison and Mack from Smallville is a Satanist. And of course, we have Disney's 666, and of course, their Club 33, which is a high level Masonic Lodge club they have. And according to late celebrity chef Anthony Bourdain, the cast of the popular TV comedy series Friends are Satanists. On May the 20, on May the 6, 2018, Burdain tweeted that during commercial breaks for Friends, the entire cast would chant "Hail Satan." Yeah, a month and two days after he posted that tweet on June the 8, 2018, a 61-year-old Burdain was found dead of an apparent suicide by hanging in his hotel room in France. Wait a minute. Yeah, what well, do you think about it all of a sudden? The Friends group were having casual sex. This is back in the 90s casual sex with one another and whoever else they would have sex with. Uh, lesbian sex. Uh, they were making all kinds of jokes about sex. Kind of like Seinfeld was. They were doing all kinds of stuff and basically causing reprobate thoughts to come into the minds and the hearts of the people of the United States under comedy. See, when they introduce it under comedy what happens is, it's this you think oh, well, this is no big deal. This is just comedy. Well, it's lewd filthy comedy and lewd filthy comedy basically causes people to accept it better. Does that make sense? They they think they laugh it off, but it still goes into their mind. So I thought we'd have a couple scriptures today. 2 Corinthians. I love this verse. 4, 4, because it sums it up so much. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. The God of this age, that would be Lucifer, has blinded the minds of the unbelievers so they cannot see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. They're saying that Christ is the image of God. This is what the word says. For we do not proclaim ourselves with Jesus Christ as Lord and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. Guys, we have to understand that these people are blinded by this Luciferian veil. John three nineteen says Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe has already been condemned because he has not believed in the name of God's one and only Son, and this is the verdict. The light has come into the world, but men love the darkness rather than the light because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does not, who does evil hates the light and does not come into the light for fear that his deeds will be exposed. These are the Kabbalists. They don't want you to know who they are. They don't want you to know who they are. Then Hebrews 10, 25, 24. And let us consider how to spur one another to love and good deeds. Let us not neglect meeting together as some have made a habit but let us encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approaching guys think about this that's what we're doing right now we're meeting together as we see the day approaching on this show right now we're meeting together via the internet, via the world wide web via the new Gutenberg press via the power of technology we're using it against the Luciferians we're meeting together and we're reading scripture to one another and I pray for you guys every day, I pray for you again this morning and we just need to understand what this is all about because remember this let's look at hebrews 1 verse 2 but in these last days he has spoken to us by his son jesus i'm adding jesus's name in there whom he appointed heir of all things and through whom he made the universe because remember it's through christ that all things are held together the word says then it goes on to say the son jesus is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, of his nature, upholding all things by his powerful word. And he has provided purification. After he provided purification for our sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. Wow. Think about that for a second. Think about this, about who Christ is. And realize that, you know, Colossians one seventeen. He is before all things and in him all things held together Titus 2.14 He gave himself for us to redeem us from the all lawlessness and to purify for himself a people of his own possession that's through his blood guys through the eternal frequency of his blood that generates through us Hebrews 1, 13. yet to which of the angels did God ever say, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool to your feet? Hebrews 8.1, the point of what we are saying is this We do have such a high priest who sat down at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in heaven. In Hebrews 9.14, how much more will the blood of Christ, who through the external Spirit offered himself unblemished to God, purify our consciousness from works of death so that we may serve the living God and Hebrews twelve two. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the Author, the perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and then sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. And Second Peter one seventeen. For he received honor and glory from God the Father when his voice came to him from the majestic, from the majestic glory, saying, "This is my beloved Son in whom I am." well please. John 1.14 4, says and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth. Guys I'm letting you know this this morning and it's so important. This is critically important. I love you guys. I pray for you every day. We've got to be right with God. We've got to be right with Christ, even as we see these end times approaching, which these are the end times. We've got to understand that Jesus is the author, the finisher, the perfecter of our faith. It's through him that we have the power. We're only here for a little while anyhow. I'm 64 years old, about to be 65, married for 36 years. Here's the thing, guys. You know, we're but a mist. We're here for a bit and then we're gone. Our relationship with Christ is what lasts. Our relationship through Jesus to the Most High God, to the Great I Am, is what lasts. Don't allow this stuff to mess with your head that they're doing to the planet. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We commit our plans unto the Lord, therefore, they will succeed. I've never seen the righteous Satan or his children begging bread. We can do all things through Christ. Always keep a positive attitude about all this stuff, even as we see the day approaching. Because, guys, death, where is thy victory, where is thy sting? We have none of that. We have none of that because we have hope and glory. Because once you're born again, once you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, you don't die. You live forever in eternal glory with God the Father. This is what we have to understand as a Christian, the power, the authority that we've been given. And, guys, don't let these people, these Males who are scared to death and run around with their tail between their legs and pretending like, oh my gosh, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. And these Karens who run around going berserkoid, screaming, yelling, having hysterical meltdowns. One lady was at a beach with a tape measure measuring people. So I posted on our Health Masters website, measuring people to make sure they're properly social distancing. And these people weren't social distancing. They refused to listen to her. And she went into a screaming, hysterical fit. It had to be carried away by apparently her husband or the guy who she was with, which of course she doesn't understand at that point. She was no longer social distancing either. Screaming and yelling hysterically. Guys, they're doing everything they can to divide us, to break down the very fabric of our society. We can't allow them to do that. We have to maintain unity in Christ Jesus. The Pope now is trying to bring Islam into Catholic worship. I mean, all of this is through the ecumenical movement, started back in the 70s. Don't allow them to mess you up they're teaching you a doctrine a gospel other than what christ taught please stay committed to the faith stay firm in the faith and continue to glorify jesus in all the days of your life guys also what are you thinking what's your story bud
0: that's that's well said bud and i mean the thing that a lot of people have to realize here is that this isn't something that is new, this is something that's been continually going on and some people are starting to wake up to a lot of the seedy behavior behind the scenes and you know what we saw over the weekend, because I saw the same thing, I was very troubled by that with Judge Esther Salaz and her family, basically her son being gunned down and her husband being gunned down at their front door of their home in New Jersey and then all of a sudden a day later the apparently attorney that was allegedly the individual in the FedEx uniform shoots himself in his car on the side of the road. I mean if you if you actually believe that crap, I mean we got I got some swamp property down here for you in Florida. I mean that sarcastically. This is something that's very troubling to me and I think a lot of people are not giving it enough attention This is something that needs to be addressed, and people need to get this information out there. This judge, Salaz, she was getting ready, basically, to handle a lot of the stuff that's involving with Epstein, including a lot of the stuff that's going to be tying in with Maxwell. And so, to see her family gunned down on her front porch on a Sunday evening at five fifteen p.m., it's not a coincidence. This is not a robbery. This is not a heist. The guy walked up to their front door in a FedEx uniform, gunned down her family, and then walked off. There's nothing else to describe this as a full-blown hit in broad daylight. This is how hard they're willing to prevent the truth of what Epstein is and was involved in. Because I'm with that. I don't believe for one second that sadistic pedophile clown is dead. They made sure they got his body out of there. He was gone. He's dead now, according to the police report. And he's doing whatever else he is around the world. This is something they do not want to address. Child trafficking and pedophilia, the black mar- market, child sex trafficking, is one of the darkest industries, but one of the most prevalent in this country. I mean, every year, on average, anywhere between 450,000 to 800,000 children go missing, a lot of which are never found. I mean, you saw the article. I mean, you, you can search literally article after article story after story case after case of children being abducted all the time and nobody talks about it I mean if think about this for a second just think about this for a second in 2016 the FBI reported there were four hundred sixty five thousand six hundred and seventy six cases of missing children reported to the FBI in 2016 those numbers go up and down every single year four hundred sixty five thousand children a year That's almost 39 children Every single month That are abducted That's 1,300 children Every single day That are abducted in the United States And nobody wants to even talk about it The mainstream media won't even touch on it And what's ironic to me I saw this the other day, and I was talking to my buddy about it. I said, it would be interesting if they started reporting the number of kids that go missing and that are abducted every single day, the way that they repeatedly report on these insanely overbloated COVID numbers. Maybe that would get people's attention to realize that child trafficking is not a conspiracy theory, and it's a real problem in this country. We see every single day, COVID numbers, COVID, I'm so sick of it. I don't even watch the news anymore, That's why I hardly even talk about it. It's asinine. I mean, you, you, you know the numbers are so completely and totally distorted when you see even articles like the Associated Press talk about the manufacturer's testing system are extremely flawed. They go on to say that according to the Department of Public Health, the affected patients basically out of Connecticut tested between July 15th, July 17th, out of the total 144 positive tests that day, 90 were false positives. That's a 62.5%. Percent error rate and false positive test. This is not just in Connecticut. This is rampant across the country right now. They're doing this to base fear in people's hearts. God has not given you a spirit of fear. Understand that fear is not from God, fear is from the devil. Satan is trying to push this agenda on the populace, and it saddens me that so many people are falling into it and walking around like that. I saw the video. This lady screaming and cussing at everybody on a beach with a tape measure. You ruined it for everybody. You have to stay back six feet. Oh, my God. And I'm just sitting there shaking my head. You've got to be kidding me. Is just really? What? our country has turned into now with a bunch of mass Nazis and social distance Nazis because they're so terrified that people are going to catch a fire so has a 99.7% survival rate but yet the mainstream media won't talk about the over 1,000 children every single day that are abducted Nobody wants to talk about that hardly anybody wants to talk about Judge Salas how she was basically looking into this and she was going to be presiding over this case they dug into basically Epstein whole family, her husband and son, gunned down in the front door by a FedEx driver, I should say, dressed as a FedEx driver, who then goes down the road to shoot himself in the head, allegedly, if you even believe that crap. This is what's going on in this country right now. They are terrified. And when I say they, I mean the politicians that are involved in this, the bankers that are involved in this, the heads of state that are involved in this, that a lot of them are involved in this child trafficking and pedophilia. They are terrified. They are going to get blasted about what's really going on, and people are going to find out about their deviant, sick, perverted culture they live in in the darkness. This is why this has been one of the biggest things that they try to sweep under the rug and pretend like it's not happening. This is why they are now trying to go out on these far-left liberal talks and discuss pedophilia and try to make it normal and discuss the aspects of it and say, oh, well, you know, we just have to look at pedophiles as it's just their their sexual identity that they want to look at. And we can't make them feel bad about it as long as they don't really act on it all the time and if they do we really need to cut them some slack no 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 it's not okay it's never okay trying to say that you're going to engage sexually with an 8 9 10 12 year old and you're a grown man there's nothing okay about that ever under any circumstances period so trying to sit here and justify it shows me they're doing everything they can in current media culture to try to desensitize the population, to making everybody think that it's okay to do this. Because, quite frankly, in the Hollywood industry, in the political industry, in the banking cartel industry, apparently it's completely okay. Dad gave you the numbers yesterday. We talked about it in detail, and I hate talking about this. I hate it. I have two kids. I absolutely hate discussing this, but the problem is nobody wants to bring it up because it's such a negative topic. The problem is it's a topic that's right in front of our faces, and nobody wants to talk about it. And it's one of the worst epidemics in this country that is completely ignored on a regular basis. If you want to talk about this COVID BS, oh, COVID this, oh, people are getting sick. People get sick every day. There's been 5,000 people in the state of Florida that have allegedly died from COVID in the last six months. How many people die every year in Florida? 180 to 200,000 people every single year die in the state of Florida from random causes. They get sick. They drown. They get bit by a snake. They get eaten by a gator. They wreck their car. They text while driving and kill somebody else. It happens. People die. It's something that occurs on a regular basis, and to try to sit here and say that the entire state of Florida has to shut down because of this shows me there's a further agenda because they haven't said one time about the 40,000 children that have been abducted in the United States just last month alone. I don't want to talk about that. I don't talk about that at all. Now we see in Broward County, Broward County, Florida, that's down there towards the Miami area, now passed coronavirus emergency order as of yesterday, which includes text suggesting that all residents are mandated to wear a face mask inside their own home. County Administrator Bertha Henry, hardcore leftist. Cites Emergency Order 20-22, which now in Broward County has imposed a curfew from 11 p.m. to 5 a.m. and banning all gatherings of 10 people or more. They're going back down to it again, doing the same crap they did. Here's the Here's the kicker. If you shut down the entire economy and you put a curfew in place and you banned people from hanging out with one another and it didn't work from stopping the virus the first time, what in the H-E double sticks makes you think in your idiotic mind, Bertha Henry, that possibly that's going to work again? Is the definition of insanity doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting different results? Oh, yeah, that is. That's why these people, in my opinion, are clinically insane. Or they're pushing the New World Order agenda behind the scenes, and they want to just pretend like they're insane. Broward County, you cannot leave your house after 11 to 5. You have to wear a mask in your home and you cannot have more than 10 people gathering. States right here in section 4A, facial covering requirements. Section 4A, all persons who reside on any residential property, whether single or multifamily, and irrespective of whether they own or rent the property, must ensure that all persons on the residential property, including guests, comply with all applicable guidelines of any Broward County emergency order, including facial covering requirements. Are you kidding me right now, Broward? Are you kidding me? You have to wear a face mask on your property and in your home at all times now? I told you guys yesterday, have got multiple doctors and nurses now that have been telling me the level of rashes, skin irritations, severe acne is going through the roof right now across the country. Because people aren't replacing masks every 20 minutes like you're supposed to. Even if they did work, you're supposed to. They don't. They, re- they recycle them all day. Like wearing a dirty diaper. It's disgusting. It's horrible for your health. Absolutely horrific for your health. I cited on the Hagman Show on Friday about the research study done in 2015 discussing face masks of uh, what they actually do. And they said it is better to not wear a face mask if you are not going to properly use it. Pro- improperly using it actually causes more health conditions than good. But then you know that the virus can travel right through cloth. It can travel right through N95. Flu virus, COVID virus, this doesn't stop it. It doesn't stop it at all. It's complete and total sham to train the populace into thinking that they are sheep and they have to be told what to do. Disney World. Absolutely far-fetched place. Do not grace them with my presence any longer. Every time I've gone there the last five times, I've been accosted by law enforcement. So the last time I was in Disney Springs, I told you guys about this last year, I had law enforcement with a canine come up to me while I was trying to travel freely on my way with my wife and two kids and said that his dog alerted to me in a crowd of 50 people. Really? It alerted to me just me nobody else with 50 people around me i'm gonna call bs on that and i did and they said well he alerted to you are you carrying a firearm that's the way to start the conversation well yes i am carrying a firearm and i've a concealed carry permit to do so oh you are not allowed to carry a firearm on disney premises well now we're in a quandary because i am and then, of course, everybody wanted to show up. Orange County Sheriff's Department showed up. More Disney PDs showed up. More little security guards in their little Disney hats showed up. By the time I'm at it, I got seven people, including off, plain clothes security contractors, circling me, asking me about my firearm, what I'm carrying, what I'm doing with it, why I'm at Disney, why I feel the need to carry a firearm at Disney. Finally, I said, "I'm not answering any questions. Why are you asking me all these questions? We need to know what you're carrying." I'm not answering any more questions. We need to leave the property now. We need to go put it back in your vehicle. I'm not disarming. I never disarm. They said, well, you need to leave the property now. I said, I will kindly do so, and you will never see me here again. Well, you're leaving now. We're going to escort you back to your vehicle. She's going to escort me back to my vehicle. You're going to escort me back to my vehicle because I'm a law-abiding citizen with no felony record and a concealed carry permit that I can legally carry. We are escorting you back to your vehicle, sir. Are you ready to go? Lead the way, buddy, because I am not disarming. And, of course, they did. They escorted me all the way out of my vehicle, and I have yet to grace that property in my presence again. They have now come out and said that you must wear a mask at all times in Disneyland. They came out and said that when they opened on July 11th. Now they have said, according to their policy, that you are not allowed to eat or drink while walking in Disneyland. You have to wear a mask at all times and you can go to a designated place if you want to drink a drink or eat a meal at a restaurant. You are not allowed to take your face mask off under any circumstances while walking around Disney, including if you get thirsty or if you get hungry. You must go to a designated zone where you can eat and drink and then you must put your mask back on if you want to walk around Disney. If you actually go to Disney right now and support this tyrannical agenda, I am embarrassed for you. I truly am. This is an abomination of freedom, of our constitutional rights and the fact that people are actually paying to go there boggles my mind you're going to see massive cases of heat exhaustion, dehydration, carbon monoxide poisoning, and the list goes on for people walking around at 105 degree temperature, wearing a mask all day long, not drinking until they get to a designated area. This is stupidity at its finest level, but yet nobody even wants to question it. Nobody even wants to think about it. Oh, it's, it's the mandate. We have to wear the mask. Even while Broward County says you have to wear a mask in your own home, I can guarantee you and bet you money peasants down there are going to wear it and they're going to listen because that is how they've been trained from the mainstream media. Don't be a peasant. Ask questions. You have been given God-given rights by our Creator in heaven to be able to travel freely and maintain your health safely on your way. You do not have to ask for permission. You do not have to get somebody to tell you you can drink a drink in a certain area. And if somebody tells you so, do not support them with your time or money under any circumstances. And you guys know I'm a staunch believer in voting with your wallet. If a company or an entity or a place does not support my freedom... I will not spend a penny with them. I will do the direct opposite. I will blast them as much as I physically can so people understand my stance on this. And I take blowback on a regular basis for this because of how vocal I am. But I don't care. Somebody has to speak their mind. Like Dad said when he had the last incident at the hotel a few weeks ago. I'm not going to wear a mask. Well, basically, if you get sick, we'll call an ambulance for you. Really? Really? No. No, 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 no. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. I told you guys last weekend, two weekends ago, I had to go to West Palm Beach, pick up some truck stuff down there, went to a really high-end burger place. They told me I had to wear my mask, but I can take it off when I get to my table 10 feet away. I said, no, I can't. Health condition. I've got to maintain proper oxygen in my body. They argued with me, got the manager on the phone, had my buddy order me a burger. While I sit there and argued with them in front of the entire store, and made a giant scene because they were so determined to make me wear a mask. My burger showed up, and I said, you guys see? The whole time we've been arguing about my face mask, you could have given me my burger and let me order, and I would have been sitting at a table by myself, chilling out with my friends. But no, you couldn't do that. You had to make a scene. But I liked it. I enjoyed making a scene. And I don't say that because I wanted the attention. I say that because I wanted to make a point in front of the entire restaurant how idiotic and ludicrous these restrictions that they have tried to put on us. We are not five-year-olds. We do not need to be babysat. We do not need to be fed a diaper or fed a bottle. We do not need to be have our diapers changed. We are grown American adults. If they could draft you at 18 and send you into an unjust banker war, then we have the ability to make our own decisions whether or not you want to wear a mask, whether or not I want to leave the house, whether or not I want to engage a 100 people at my home in a party. I have the right to do so, and nobody can tell me otherwise. We have to start maintaining that mindset. The doggone colonists were willing to die for everything they believed in, even when they were massively outnumbered and outgunned, because they were tired of the tyranny that England had forced upon them through their redcoats. This is what we're seeing now in this country take place over again. And as I told you guys yesterday, masks are the 1,000-meter mark of an enemy. They're letting us know right now what they're planning on doing. You can resist and stand your ground and prove a point, even if it means dealing with blowback. Once it comes to the vaccinations, which they are pushing and they are trying to mandate, you guys saw yesterday, Pfizer released their research test study, I think of 45 people, I don't even in front of me don't quote me, on I'll have to pull it up later on Pfizer, it's like 45 something people healthy people, over 50% of the participants had adverse reactions, and I think roughly 15-20% to had adverse reactions that were worse than the side effects of COVID-19 virus itself are you kidding me right now? and this is what they want us to take voluntarily, how about that's going to be a hard pass for me. I'm going to say no. And I encourage everybody, make your own decision. You don't have to listen to me. By all means, don't listen to me. But at least do your own research. Don't be a mindless peasant that regurgitate CNN like a good little sheep. Wake up, speak your mind, stand your ground, and really understand what's being done to us right now, Dad.
1: Uh, wow, Austin, that was really well said. I, I, you know, again, just the other day, I, I you know, I, I've got, I've got, I have so many of you guys are so great. The other day, a, a more recent, his wife uh, sent me a letter from Canada, and just really encouraged me, in Austin. They, they included a, a gift in there, and I want to thank them for that. I, I, do, I don't expect you guys to do that, but I thank you whenever you do because it's so appreciated because it supports what we, we do. Another guy sent me a whole DVD series of this this, this the, the sniper videos. Thank you for that. And I, I get all these letters all the time with you guys just saying thank you, thank you, thank you for telling us the truth. I, you know, guys, I mean, not everybody's going to want to hear the truth. You know, light's come into the world, but the world is preferred the darkness is what the word says. I read you the scriptures a few minutes ago. Because they don't want to know the truth because the truth will set them free. But when you guys send me letters and you support me and you, and you support us and you support the show and you support Health Masters, it means the world to me. At least we know we're doing it, making a difference. And hey, look, guys, we can have church here today. I can run over dozens of scriptures with you guys. And I can talk to you about what's really going on. And I can encourage you and build you up and edify you. Why? Because we're free. We have the ability to do that because we're free. Guys, there are a lot of countries in the world right now. If I had shared those scriptures with you publicly like I just did, I'd be in trouble. I'd be in real trouble. Because you can't do that, because they've taken those rights that God gave you away. Because this tyranny is what it is. Like Austin said, with the redcoats in England. Uh, Teresa sent me a letter today, and just yesterday I was—I called the lady up, who's an emergency room nurse in Atlanta, and she said the COVID was real, but they've been taking our—she's been taking our supplements, and she has not had any problems whatsoever. You know, Teresa sent me this this morning. It was excellent. She goes. My cousin is an emergency room nurse in Virginia, and she's adamant there's no virus going around. Back in March, she treated a few people with strange pneumonia, but since then, nothing. She's been responding to ads that are seeking to pay big money for nurses and hotspots in Florida, Texas, and Arizona. She said several ads that it being a complete fake, and the phone numbers didn't even work. One ad was real, but the person admitted there was no hotspots in Arizona. They were actually furloughing nurses. My cousin told this to everyone at our annual family trip to the Outer Banks, and I was the only one who believed her. Her own husband and brothers bleed CNN over her. <laughs> the constant negative news of the Communist News Network. I heard another doctor interviewed by Dale Bigtree, who also believes there's no big virus going around. And the pockets of death that we saw in the U.S. were from alternative causes, not by SARS or COVID 2 or because Novi virus has been isolated by any scientist anywhere. So if the actual virus, if there's no actual virus, then what's this vaccine all about? Oh, that's right. Depopulation. And Teresa's right. Guys, I'm telling you this, when COVID came over here it was very, very real and people are still coming down with it because they have impaired immune systems or they're over the age of 80 or they have heart disease or diabetes or cancer and their immune systems are crapped out or they're on all kinds of drugs that have messed up their immune systems. This thing gets in them and they don't have any vitamin D. They can't activate their own, you know, (laughs) macrophages and so that macrophages can't you be going and kill these doggone viruses and they come down with the stuff they get really really sick from it then these other diseases they have take their toll and they die that's not a game that's real that's happening but guys people are dying every day from heart disease diabetes and cancer aren't they does that mean if they had not had covid they may not have died well i don't know they may or may not have i saw a guy one day at a nursing home he's sitting there one of his legs is gone he's like 32 years old 32 years old his legs cut off you know right 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 above the knee and I said to him, I said, dude, are you in the nursing home? He goes, yeah, I'm a resident here. I said, how old are you? He I'm 32. He goes, why are you here? He goes, well, I'm rehabbing. I had diabetes and it got so bad that they had to amputate one of my legs. Oh, they don't tell you that the leading cause of amputation and blindness in the United States is diabetes because you end up with bad circulation in the eyes and bad circulation in the feet, and you come down with blindness or with gangrene is what this is what's doing it and they've got to amputate limbs they don't tell you that but it had to be a COVID incident wasn't it, it had be, oh well, that's right it was years ago so it couldn't have been COVID well we have to reclassify it has to go back in the history books to change it to COVID now no <laughs> the incidents of heart disease diabetes and cancer deaths have gone through the floor because everybody's dying of COVID man the other day died in a motorcycle accident they listed his death as COVID and it wasn't until it made a national outcry that they changed the death from motorcycle to motorcycle accident guys this is absolute insanity what's going on but yet we sit back in this new world order and we look at what's happening we go oh well it's okay there's no big deal you know <laughs> zero hedge i had an interesting article that says you know commercial mortgage delinquencies are near record numbers you know the entire economies of the world are absolutely shutting down but yet we still want to believe that you know this thing was all about the covid no, it's not. It's about the international banks. And the other day, I said something about Lincoln. I want to give you a couple of quotes about him because remember, he was a racist. Yeah, Lincoln was a racist, and you know, and so what ends up happening is we want to believe that Lincoln was some hero. I've already told you on this, and this this will probably come back to bite me someday, but I don't even care. If I was president of the United States, I would do everything in my power to tear down the Lincoln War memorial, memorial, his memorial. I would take it down. Oh, you really would do that? Yeah, I would. Actually, I would, because of because of what he did. I mean, we have to understand what this is and what's happening. That the war to save the Union had nothing whatsoever to do with any slavery is totally clear from everything Lincoln said prior to his presidency and during his presidency. The evidence is overwhelming. Consult the War Ames Resolution, Lincoln's letter to Horace Greeley, Lincoln's speech and debate with Stephen Douglas, Lincoln's first inaugural address, the Corinth Amendment, and the Emancipation Proclamation. Okay? In the U.S. Constitution, slavery wasn't a federal issue. It was a state issue until the 13th Amendment in 1865. The issue between the North and the South was not slavery on the surface. That issue was the tariff. The deeper problem was that the North and the South had different cultures. They were really different nations. The South was agricultural. The North was industrial. The South wanted free trade. The North wanted protection from British manufacturers. Northern elites wanted the South to subsidize northern industry with higher prices. The northern elites also wanted empire, guys. You've got to look at what they wanted. Lincoln had no intentions on freeing the slaves. It's just what happened, you know, with the Civil War. You know, and there's a really good book, and an honest, truthful, and accurate Lincoln scholar is Thomas D. DeLorenzo. He's a northerner from Pennsylvania who was a southern, despite tra- who has southern traits, of, of, of hating liars. He published his book, "The Problem with Lincoln." This is by Regenery. 2020. You need to read that book. The problem with Lincoln, we'll walk you through Lincoln and his war. The ten chapters totaling 161 pages and ten appendices totaling 56 pages. He's talking in detail about what Lincoln really was and what he really believed. Red Lincoln was a racist. He, had, he, he even said the blacks and whites will never be the same. He he was he was complete and total racist. And you know, th- this is an article that was written by Paul Craig Roberts. And then he 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 also says this. And I've got it posted on the website. He goes after reviewing DeLanzo's new book we have to look at a newly published monograph by John Remington Graham that presents us with a thesis, listen to this, that the war of northern aggression was instigated by powerful banking interests, that would be the Rothschilds, for the purpose of creating a large national debt, that would be the Rothschilds, that would enable bankers to rule by controlling the flow of money and credit, that would be the Rothschilds. The bankers understood that war required the fomenting of hatred, there we go, Rothschilds and Satanism, and, they're under, and they underwrote the fomenting of hatred of the South by the North. They paid for it. Graham provides strong circumstantial evidence, and it is a thesis that warrants research. I agree with this that Paul Graham Roberts said that, and, I, and that's why I posted this article. We've got to understand who these guys are, what they believe. You know, Fox Napoliano rips unconstitutional Trump's crackdown on Portland. He said it's just plain wrong, sending federal officers into these major Democratic hotspots to try to quell the violence and I agree with Napoleono Trump's infringing on states rights doing that if these blithering idiots in Portland and I say that in a very subdued way because I want to say something a lot more than blithering idiots and same thing with Minneapolis if they want to burn their cities to the ground oh well you were idiots for putting the mayors in those cities and voting them in to start with good luck with all that don't come to the federal government for aid and or tax dollars from me and Austin and the rest of you guys who are listening to this show to rebuild your absolutely hellhole democratic weirdo states that love their abortion, their pedophilia, and their homosexuality. Yeah, you guys just choke on that yourself. But we don't need to put federal officers. The Pollyano right. It infringes on states' rights. If they want to burn themselves to the ground, burn themselves to the ground. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. Let it go. If you want to live in a place like that, live there. By the way, we have two big supermarket chains here in Florida, Winn-Dixie and Publix. And Winn-Dixie now is saying that they are not going to enforce wearing masks. On the other side, Publix is saying that they are going to start enforcing masks via today in all of their stores, regardless whether in their county or in the state. That presents a problem for all of us, doesn't it, as far as where we want to shop and what we want to do? Think about this, guys. Who are you going to support? And by the way, uh, Catholic uh, Joe Biden. If you want to believe that, I don't believe he's any more Catholic than another. I do say that. Catholic Joe Biden wants more of Islam taught in America schools. Well, there's no surprises. Catholicism is merging with Islam. This is an article by John Watkins. There's no surprises. Catholic is merging with Islam into what John Watson calls Catholic, Catholic Islam they're beckoning others to become the one world religion with the false prophet and the antichrist running it. Then he goes on to say Joe Biden is Luciferian. Just like most of the rest of the filthy communist terrorist democrats. He uses the pagan religion as a facade just like millions do. Because very stupid people are swallowing this Luciferian agenda hook, line, and sinker. That's why so many communists Omar, Keith Allison as well as other Muslims have endorsed Joe Biden. Guys, This is a good article, and he really hammers Islam. But I'm going to say this to you, and I say it to you all the time. Islam is being used by the Kabbalists as a punching bag. Don't get me wrong. Some of these Muslims are nuts. But I'm going to tell you something. Some of these Christians are nuts, too. Some of the Jews are nuts, and some of the Hindus are nuts, and some of the Buddhists are nuts. But the Kabbalists want a new world order under Noahide laws based out of Tel Aviv, the number one homosexual destination in the world. This is the goal. You know, well, I can't believe you just said that. Well, you have just look it up. Number one homosexual destination in the world, Tel Aviv, Israel. Yeah, Pretty much every sexual, deviant, perversion thing that's legal there. Just look it up. And here's the thing, guys. If we're going to be under a new world order, why would they not make it out of Israel? Right? That's the foundation of the Muslims, the Christians and the Jews. That's the foundation country. that's how they look at it. That's how the New World Order see it. They figure, well, you know, Christianity started in Israel. Judaism started in Israel. You know, Muhammad's guys started in the Middle East. The main mosque right there. The Dome of the Rock is in, you know, Israel. <laughs> I mean they're gonna use it as a centerpiece for their Noahide laws and putting us under the Supreme Court in Israel why Christians go oh, it's no big deal whatever we'll be sitting in the heavenly grandstands and <laughs> applauding and watching this because we just got raptured yeah good luck with all that that was again pushed by Zionist Samuel Intermeyer and all of the stuff they did with the Schofield Bible in Darby I've talked about it in depth on the show guys let me tell you something you better get prepped get your health right get your supplements right and above all else, get your soul right. Get your heart right. Get your spirit right with Christ. Because time is coming upon us very, very quickly where these things are. <laughs> time is short, guys. I have no idea, and I'm not going to pretend like I'm prophetic, but this stuff is getting real right now. I'm seeing it. I just talked to a, a friend of mine from Wisconsin, and he said that basically he just did a, like a 10-day sabbatical went through different nine different states trying to find some realm of normalcy. He said there is none. It's gone this country's been hijacked by the Kabbalists realize what's happening, stand against it I love you guys I love praying for you, thank you for supporting Health Masters, get your multiple vitamins as quick as you can while we still get them I'm telling you, thank you for getting them from us, it supports the show who else is telling you what we told you guys today, combining it with scripture I love you guys, I appreciate you and I thank you always, I thank God always for the leading of his Holy Spirit talk to you guys tomorrow
0: Yes, absolutely, and that's we've continued to do the best we can over the last five, six months to just maintain continuity of manufacturing. You guys know we went through some hiccups before with the vitamin C as far as trying to get more and more and more of it in just because it's such shortages. You know, we're back on track with that now, but however, I'm not putting it past what's going on right now to have more shortages, just because everything always comes in phases and waves. And we saw that a few months ago, we're probably gonna see that again. Same thing with food, that's why I encourage everybody. Get the organic food buckets we have when they're in stock. We have more coming in next week. I mean, when they come in, they're gone within like two or three days because, I mean, there's hardly anybody that actually has certified USDA organic food buckets that taste good and aren't in 50 different Mylar packs, just basically nuts and beans that you have to try to figure out how to cook. These are basically ready to go, put water in them, heat them up, done in five minutes. Um, I continue to encourage everybody, stock up on stuff. If you don't get it from us, at least go to the supermarket store and have some food. Food has been and will always be used as a tool to control a populace. We just haven't reached that point to where it's overt yet in this country. You saw what happened in Russia. That was horrible with how many people starved to death over there. Once the food supply gets cut off and the supermarkets start going as far as massive hyperinflation, It doesn't even matter if they have food in stock. A lot of people can't even get it. We've already seen this in Venezuela. We've seen it everywhere across the the world when situations go sideways. We're at the beginning phases right now in the United States of that. The best thing we can do is stay prepared and stay ready because, as I've told everybody this, I'm going to say it again. If you're a healthy, awake person that basically has some water stored, has some food stored, has some background training as far as in weapon tactics and defense, hand to hand, you have some ammo and guns, and you have a like neighborhood or like area or group of people that come together, it's very difficult to control everybody at that point because more and more people start to build on that and pretty soon you have very large constitutional militias that are there to protect their cities, protect their towns, protect their neighborhoods. So I encourage everybody, make sure you know who's around you. Make sure you at least have a few people in your local vicinity that you can train with that you know they have good weapon tactics. They're not going to pull a gun out to defend you. They're going to shoot you in the butt because they have no trigger finger discipline. Just be, just throw that out there. I encourage everybody, continue to spread the news of what's going on out there. I mean, what I saw, I mean, it wasn't surprising to me in what Disney did yesterday. What surprises me is how in Broward County they actually think they have the right to tell people you have to wear a mask inside of your home. That baffles me. That baffles me. And from a constitutional standpoint, there's no basis to that. There's no ground to that. But they're trying to do it to see how far they can take it. The same thing with these COVID passes. These, this, this contact tracing that's on most people's phone now because of the app updates. I've actually continued to suppress my updates on my phone. Phone's been flipping out for the last couple of weeks, but it hasn't updated it. But I know Lana's phone updated. I made sure all of it was turned off, including permissions on any of the social media sites on there. They're going to use that. The phones are the slave trackers. Those are the easiest way to monitor and track people. That doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that out. That's why I encourage everybody, if you have one, get used to not using it around your base. I know it sounds weird because everybody's on it, and that's fine. If you're using it for business, you're doing it for this, whatever. But when you don't need it, get used to not needing it, or at least put it in some type of you know protective sleeve that basically shuts it off. Puts it in the airplane mode, basically. They have them all over online. You can do them. That way, if you have it with you or in your purse, you have your phone with you if you need an emergency, but you're not having it monitoring and ping off everywhere all the time. Same thing with Bluetooth and Wi-Fi. If you're out and about, have those off. Do not have your Bluetooth and Wi-Fi on at all when you're going out to public places. You do not need it. I'm telling you, it monitors and tracks you within inches. Continue to stand up for what's going on. Continue to speak the truth. It's not the popular thing to do right now at all. Everybody likes to push the lies, and the lies and lies and lies. Don't fall prey to them. Continue to stand your ground. Keep yourself healthy. Exercise. Make sure you're prepped for anything, and continue to wake as many people up as you can, like Dad was saying this morning, down in the restaurant. Speak the truth and stand your ground on the things you're convicted on. I appreciate you guys. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. Talk to you again tomorrow as always.